I'm John, and tonight I want answers about vaccines and who's going to be president. I'm John Thompson. I'm John A. Vink. I'm Keith Statenfield. I'm Loretta Beavers. I'm A.J. Minnick. I'm Jennifer Sim. I'm Jim Tu. I'm Bobby Chastain. These stories tonight on John Wants Answers. I'm John, and tonight it's December 20th, 2020, and it's Happy Hanukkah for our Jewish friends, and that means I start lighting the candle tonight. And I, I talked to my Jewish friend, and he said there's two candles they light tonight. Yeah. Main candle, and then the helper candle. Yeah. And that's, that's all I know about it. I, I saw a great little someone had a, it was a little dumpster with the oh. word 2020 written on it. And then they had the oh. spots for the nine candles. 2020 yeah. is a dumpster fire. Oh, of course, yeah. Made into a menorah, as, as is their want. My guest tonight is Keith Statenfield. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Why, why do you always introduce yourself, but I don't? First of all, you're introducing yourself twice. I've never really you know, mentioned that to you before. But like, there's that whole little fake 60 minutes thing that you're gonna get sued for. Well, no. And people say who we are, and then you come back and say who you are again. Oh. Do you wanna say who you are? I'm Keith. Hi, Keith. Yeah, hi, John. Thanks for that. Great news, Keith. We have a new affiliate. Good Lord. I know, another one. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be rich. This is the Ware Community TV. Now Where you can guess TV? what state. Uh, Massachusetts. Yes. Yes, because we're all in Massachusetts. All of Massachusetts is like showing our program. They love us there. Okay, how, how many people live in Massachusetts? I couldn't tell you. I mean, what percentage of the population do you think is intimately familiar with John Wants Answers by now? Oh, very low. I'm going to say I'm going to say no more than twelve percent. Okay, that's still that's still impressive. Do a tour there after the COVID. After the COVID, we should hang out in Massachusetts, go to all the affiliates, and say yeah. hi and do some live, you know, autograph yeah. signing. Think of all the strip. Think of all the strip mall buildings we can visit. Yeah, you know, tiny rundown warehouses with. Broadcast trucks parked out back. Now, one of our favorite affiliates is in Massachusetts. Sure. The yeah. uh, Ipswich Community Media. Ipswich Community Media. And they play our show like three times a week. Wow. Not much happening in Ipswich. Now, after every episode, you know, we're, we're done taping. I sure. my computer. I send it to the affiliates. Uh -huh. Put in a title for the episode. Yes. And so I think to myself, well, what did we talk about? Uh -huh. So last month, I just named it Election Afterglow. Yes. Great title. And I looked. It did elicit a sound of horror from the audience here. Well, I went onto the internet, and this is what it says. An afterglow is a broad arc of whitish or pinkish sunlight in the sky that is scattered by fine particulates, like dust, suspended in the atmosphere. An afterglow may appear above the highest clouds in the hour of fading twilight, or be reflected off high snowfields in mountain regions long after sunset. The particles produce a scattering effect upon the component parts of white light. So basically, after a long day, you look in the air 
and you see this pretty afterglow. Sure, yeah. That's the definition of it. So when I named last month's episode Election Afterglow, our favorite affiliate, Ipswich, they renamed it to yes. 2020 Election Day and Inauguration Day. Yes, maybe they don't know what Afterglow means in Ipswich. What? Could I be confused? Is there a different meaning of Afterglow? Yes, yes, there is. I will, I will send you some websites. <laughs> after we finish taping and you will learn so many things you can't tell our loyal viewers what afterglow means i can i mean afterglow is also and this is you're gonna do you have a piece of paper because you're gonna want to take some notes here yes i have paper right here uh, let's suppose let's suppose two people love each other very much okay or they just want to squish <laughs> okay okay uh -huh. they squish Squish, 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 right. squish, squish. Lots of squishing happens. Right. Everyone is very happy because of the squishing. Good squishing. Indeed. Great squishing. When they're done squishing, mm -hmm. they kind of lay back and they relax in what is called afterglow. It's like post-squishing mm -hmm. happiness. I see. And that, that is why one person in Ipswich was like, we got morals in this town. <laughs> we're changing the name of the show which we broadcast three times we don't want to get calls we don't want to hear from the city council people we don't want to hear from the ward district directors election mumble mumble update results okay so no more titles with the word afterglow in it not if you want them to show an ipswich okay all right, let's get to our first topic. It's a big one. It's vaccines. Yeah, okay. I've heard of them. They've been in the news a little. So there's a few different vaccines out there now that we've been been told about. There are lots of vaccines out there that Polio. we've been told about. What are the uh, what are the different the big ones that look like they're going to be Polio. Used? Polio vaccines a huge one. Oh. I mentioned narrow the field here. I'm talking about the, the COVID smallpox, vaccine. Smallpox. There was a smallpox vaccine. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Very, very well received by everyone. Uh, there's the flu vaccine. Do you get your flu shot this year? No, no, I didn't. You should get a flu shot. You're old now. I'm being protective so much that because I'm escaping the COVID virus, avoiding it, I think that I'm equally escaping the flu virus. I don't think that's true. No? Yeah. No, you occasionally squish. <laughs> I swish? Squish. 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 Does that give you the flu? Or it depends what you're squishing with. Okay. I think I'm safe there. Okay. Oh, this new COVID-19 vaccine. Yes. Several of them. There's a couple of them. What are the big ones? Um, Pfizer has one. Uh-huh. I believe AstraZeneca has one. Okay. Uh, Moderna has one. The Russians have one. I don't know what it's called other than the one the Russians have. Right. Uh, Johnson & Johnson is working on a vaccine. Uh, and I'm sure other people are as well. So there's news today about an advisory board. Yes. Pending the emergency approval by the FDA for one of the COVID-19 vaccines developed by Pfizer and BioNTech. Yeah. 
the Pfizer one. Is that the one that has to be stored like really, really cold? It does. 70 degrees Celsius below zero. Wow. That's pretty cold. It's really cold. On yeah. a cold Canadian day, it actually doesn't get quite that cold. No, no, not, no, not Celsius. Can I get frostbite by getting this vaccine? If you licked the vaccine when it was 70 degrees below zero, yes. Okay. Like if you stuck your hand in a huge vial or in a huge beaker of vaccine at 70 degrees below zero Celsius, it would hurt. Does it enter my body at negative 70 or when they give it to me, it hasn't been like warmed up? They warm it up. Oh, okay. Like they can keep it at regular refrigerator temperature for like a week. Oh. At most. Okay. So I'm nothing to worry about. Um, this well, board... you know, go to, go, to a, go to a reputable doctor. Oh, yeah. You know, not like down the street to the guy on the corner. At the 7-Eleven? At the taco truck? Yeah, taco, yeah, well. <laughs> taco trucks, lots of good stuff. No, don't get a vaccine in a taco truck. The advisory board, um, is this made up of politicians or scientists? Yes. Yes, what? I mean, if you're on an FDA advisory board, you are in some way political, oh. but you are likely also a scientist. Should I trust this advisory board? Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're reasonably smart. And they are standing on the shoulders of all the scientists at the companies that have done the testing itself. Okay. So they're more scientists than politicians. They're not yeah. trying to get votes. Generally not. Okay. So this was an emergency approval they're looking for. How is that different than a regular approval? Uh, I think it's just faster, right? There are timelines mm -hmm. for approving of drugs and things and those tend to have you know 18 month testing requirements and sometimes multiple rounds of testing are required and given that COVID is a worldwide pandemic that is killing 3,000 people a day in America right now we are willing to forego some of the general rules and procedures and timelines in order to get an approval to use it now as opposed to waiting 18 months. Oh. So there's some risk that's not quite as tested as a regular FDA thing would be. Definitely some risk that it is not as well tested as some of the other vaccines that have come out in the last 20 years. Wasn't there someone trying to get the FDA to do an emergency approval for hydro Chloroquine? Hydrochloroquine? Yes. How'd that turn out? Uh, it turns out the hydrochloroquine doesn't have any real measurable effect on how bad of a case of COVID you get if you're given or not given hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. It, it doesn't seem to help. There was some thought that it might. Mm -hmm. Then most scientists said it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then it was still pushed as a miracle cure. And no one talks about it anymore because it doesn't actually work. Okay. Now this uh, vaccine from Pfizer, it requires two doses, right? Yes. For two doses for the measured 95% efficacy. So how far apart are the two 
doses? Um, I think the number, they just released the study numbers a day or two ago. I think they said if you only get the first dose, it's more than 80% efficacious. Uh -huh. Means people that got one dose of the virus, four out of five of them did not develop COVID after that compared to the placebo group where, you know, where in the same population, 80% of them, you are 80% less likely to get COVID if you have had one injection of the yeah. Pfizer vaccine compared to not having gotten it. And then how much longer do you wait before you get the second dose? I think it's a month apart. And is it the same the same thing you're exactly getting? the same thing? It it just boosts, it just re-triggers your immune system to remember this particular protein and further build up your immune system's knowledge and ability to produce antibodies to it. And after the second one, how after the second you? dose, two weeks later is when they say you have reached this 95%. 95. And that's pretty good, right? 95%? Pretty good. Uh, I mean, if everyone in the country got it, even though one person in 20 is still, you know, not immune to COVID, mm -hmm. first of all, they noticed even in people that got the vaccination that subsequently may have gotten COVID, they got a lesser case of COVID. So mortality was a lot less if you got the vaccination. But additionally, once you have, you know, 19 people out of 20 seemingly immune to getting COVID, the ability to transmit COVID through the population drops by a lot because even if one person is infected, it's 95% harder for them to infect the next person to pass it on to. Right. You know, my cats were supposed to get, you know, two doses of their... Uh, what are shots? What, are, what kind of shots do cats need? Rabies. Feline leukemia. But I only gave them like one shot because my cats cannot be caught. I tried catching them to put into a box and bring them back to the vet for a second dose, and they would have none of that. Like, so like one dose. pick up your cat? Not back in those days. How about now? Yeah. Now they're fatter and slower. You could take them back. <laughs> Eh, at this point, I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, I feel like leukemia doesn't kill thousands of cats every year. Have other countries already approved this vaccine? Uh, UK did. Uh -huh. I think Canada approved the Pfizer vaccine yesterday or today. Are these countries more advanced or are they just more reckless? They are more advanced. I mean, okay. Canada, at least. They're nice up there. Yeah. Who was yeah. the first man in the general population to get this vaccine? You mean after the approval? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They vaccinated William Shakespeare. William Britain. Shakespeare? Yeah. Wow. Hasn't he been dead yeah, he, for a long he time? Was second. They first vaccinated some lady. Right. Lady first. Yeah. That's, you know, just manners. And probably the queen before that. I mean, <laughs> she is the queen. Uh-huh. Now, is there any indication that Bill Gates is tracking these people's locations and controlling their minds? Yes. 
but not because of the vaccine. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're told vaccine is full and of. He just, he just does that on his own <laughs> because, you know, he's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And they had to sign that thing when they became a billionaire to, you know, recklessly track and uh, influence everyone in the world's minds. Are the anti-vaxxers against this vaccine too? Time will tell. Okay. Some anti-vaxxers have come out against all vaccines. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna hope. I thought they're against the vaccines you give to babies because then they turn autistic. Uh, that is one of their claims. I mean, that one's also not true, but. But that ship has sailed in my case, that ship has sailed. Like either I have it or I don't. I'm not going to get autism now. You're not going to like catch autism at age 53? I'm not 53. I know, but you would catch it at age 53. Like <coughs> bad case of autism now. How long is it going to take for all of us to get our vaccines? Our COVID-19 vaccines? Um, I think it's going to take through summer of next year. Of 2021? First of all, not everyone is going to even try to get vaccines, which is insane. Um, I think they will do a reasonable job of vaccinating most first most hospital personnel, doctors that treat patients, nurses that treat patients, people that work in hospitals that have to be around them, orderlies. Um, they will probably aim for people in retirement homes and assisted living homes um, just because they live in close quarters and they need very significant uh, attention on a daily basis from people to stay alive. Um, They'll probably work on police officers, uh, EMTs, maybe firefighters, uh, and then maybe they'll move on to uh, service workers and essential businesses. Um, grocery stores, restaurants. Be, like maybe. sent a number in the mail that says when I'm allowed to get the vaccine. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that orderly, but we will have to see. Okay. Um, presumably the FDA will put out some guidance and then hopefully the hospitals and health systems will follow that guidance. Since I think the government is providing the vaccines for now. Am I going to hospitals and stuff? They have some control over who it's given to. Will I go to my doctor's office and get it, or will I have to go to like? They will probably set up particular, you know, vaccination centers because they they will want it to be an assembly line where, um, you know, it's people sticking a shot in everyone's arm every three minutes. Am I going to be able to get proof of vaccination? Uh, I honestly have no idea. Um, I mean, they presumably could give you a piece of paper that said, John was vaccinated on this date. John received his second vaccination on this date. Mm-hmm. Um, there will there will almost certainly be some jobs that require you to be vaccinated or have a bona fide reason why you can't be bona, why you can't be vaccinated. Would it be like a thing where I can't go to a business unless I can show that I've been vaccinated? I can think of a lot of, I can think of a number of businesses that might, especially early on, say, don't enter this business unless you have received two doses of the COVID vaccine in the last, you know, more than two weeks ago. 
Are they going to be? We're, also, we're still going to be wearing masks for most of next year. Oh yeah. Just because, I mean, they can't vaccinate pregnant women. They can't vaccinate anyone under eighteen. Oh. The vaccines weren't tested on children or young adults. So, are there people who are immunocompromised who couldn't get a vaccine? There are people that presumably won't be out. You know, that shouldn't get the vaccine uh, for various reasons. Uh, I don't know of any. Like some vaccines are grown in eggs, and there are people that are allergic to egg protein. No, that's they can't get a vaccine that was developed in eggs. Hmm. Um, I don't know if there are any of those. I don't know which these viruses might apply to. There's probably some group of people like that. Um, there are going to be three or four viruses, or three or four vaccines by February or March. So if you can't get one, maybe you get the other kind. Okay. But you think it's going to be about summer of 2021 when everyone who wants a vaccine can get one? I hope by late summer, which means August or September, that okay. the vast majority of people that want vaccines will be able to have gotten it. Okay. Well, time for our next topic, election results. Wait, you know, we did this last month. Now, we we talked about this last month, so you should know why we're still talking about it this month. Yeah, because nothing, um, ever, nothing ever ends these days. The lawsuits haven't ended. Um, there's like a big one that just came out. So Texas... Well, there's a one that just came out. Texas launched a lawsuit that went yes. directly to the Supreme Court. Yes. And they're saying that all these other states did it wrong four states so they shouldn't be allowed to be involved in picking other presidents am i getting this right yes they are alleging that the states of pennsylvania and michigan and wisconsin and arizona or nevada uh -huh. I remember which um uh, did not follow the own state's election rules. And so those states should not therefore be allowed to send the electors that those states' election rules say have properly been selected to the Electoral College next Monday. Okay. Now, the Supreme Court recently um, made a statement about a similar case in Pennsylvania. Okay. And I want to read what they said here. The application for injunctive relief presented to Justice Alito and by him referred to the court is denied. That's all yeah. they said. That's all they said. It's kind that, of boilerplate. It means no. So is that a- Without giving away any particular reason. Right. No. We don't know who dissented, if anybody. Uh, correct. Now, was this a verdict or was it the refusal to hear a case? It's not a verdict okay. because they didn't have a hearing. It's, it's decided we're not going to listen to this we, case. We don't need to take, we don't need to hear that case. It sounds with no merit, I guess. They presumably they could ask again and again and again and again. Nothing prohibits you from asking the Supreme Court to hear your case. Mm -hmm. And in fact, other people in Pennsylvania have asked the Supreme Court to reconsider 
uh, they're not going to reconsider that case. Now, this uh, case that Texas has launched, um, how do they have standing? That is a great question. Um, I am not a lawyer, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. I always do. Uh, as I understand, they are relying on a seldom used process whereby states are allowed to sue other states for violating agreements that exist between the states or should exist between the states. And generally it would be used for things like Colorado and Arizona have agreed how to split up the water that flows down the river from Colorado into Arizona. And then Colorado changes and starts diverting some of that water and Arizona sues them saying, we made an agreement and now we're gonna sue you to enforce that agreement. Okay. It is very unclear here what agreement Texas has with those four states, if any. Right. Um, now, Joe Biden has more than 270 electoral votes. Now let's see this case that Texas brings is successful. In all these four states, they can't vote. Joe Biden, would he still have more votes than Trump? I, well, it kind of wouldn't matter because Trump does not have 270 votes. So now so we have 270. Next Monday, the electors in the uh, electoral college there aren't enough people there to vote for Trump. So they can't send Trump's name to uh -huh. the House and the Senate in January. If Biden doesn't have 270 votes, which I believe if all four of those states get knocked out, he does not, hmm. then Biden also doesn't have 270 votes. And so the Electoral College sends the two highest vote getters, uh -huh. which will be Trump and Biden mm -hmm. uh, in the presidential race to uh, Congress, and they send the two highest vote getters in the vice presidential race, Pence and Harris, to the Senate, mm -hmm. as it turns out. And then the House and the Senate have to pick among the people whose names they have, who will be president and who will be vice president. How do they pick? Do they all just vote? Um, well, the new Congress will have taken office by then. Okay. In the new Congress, there are a majority of Democrats in the House. Right. But you don't vote by representative, you vote by state. Mm. So each state's delegation would get together and vote for who they think should be president in this case. Uh -huh. And then each of those state delegations gets to send one vote to the floor of the House. There are more states with Republican majorities in their delegations oh. than there are states with Democratic majorities. So if the voting went by party, then Donald Trump would, I think, get 27 or 28 votes. Right. And Biden would get 22 or 23 votes. Right. And I don't think the, uh, I don't think the Washington DC gets a vote at all in this case. But now in the Senate, let's say in Georgia, 
in the Senate, first of all, there are two races that are untold, but that's just one state. Mm -hmm. So there are 49 states. Um, I think there, since Pence will still be vice president, <laughs> he would be able to break a tie and select himself as the winner for vice president. But I don't remember the exact math there. Was it a mistake for Hillary Clinton not to sue every state that she lost? Uh, no, because Hillary Clinton is a rational person and people expect her to follow the law. Um, Donald Trump just lives in his own world and he has convinced 70 million people that no matter what your eyes tell you, that's not true. What he says is true is true. I heard that I committed voter fraud by voting for a Democrat. So I'm told. Well, in California, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, we knew California was going to vote for Biden. But again, if you just take all of California's Biden votes out of the race, Donald Trump wins the popular vote. All right, that's all the time we have. Thanks for being on the show, Keith. We'll see you next happy, month. Happy holidays. And maybe we'll know next month who our president is. Maybe. We can hope. All right, good show.